Assalamu alaikum. Welcome on this beautiful day. Welcome to day four of the Spiritual Millionaires series. Today we're going to be talking all about how money impacts your relationships. Because so many of you have fallen into this very colonized way of thinking that you can either have good relationships or you can be profitable. You can either have a good marriage or you can be wealthy. You can either be a good person or you can be wealthy. You can either live your purpose or you can be wealthy. But the two cannot coexist. So colonized ways of thinking, because we through colonization, we have seen men be so brutal and be greedy and pursue wealth, pursue money, pursue finances in the most heinous of ways. They have destroyed the planet. They have destroyed the environment. They have destroyed communities. They have destroyed the environment or for the pursuit of profit. And this has left us all with a legacy of generational trauma around money. So if you've ever wondered why money is such a difficult topic for you, it's not your fault. It makes sense that money is a difficult thing for you because we get all these conflicting messages. We see time and time again through history how greed has allowed for brutality, how people have pursued money at the expense of everything else. And the cost of them doing it that way has been so high. And many of us are still living the effects of that in our systems. We're seeing it right now, globally, where colonization and new colonization is causing a situation where they are pursuing profit to the extent that it is destroying people, destroying families, destroying nations. So if you have ever felt conflicted around money, take heart. You are not the only one. I used to have the same conflict around money. And in building Live Inspired over these 10 years and being a pioneer in this field, I had to really sit down. Last year, this time, last year, October, I made a decision. I had been working on my money mindset for nine years prior to that. But I decided that 2023 was going to be the year that I really healed my relationship with money. Because your relationship with money matters when you are trying to do purposeful business. When your relationship with money is disrupted, it's going to cause a disruption in your ability to serve sustainably, in your ability to serve in the way that you want to. You are going to go into people-pleasing in your business when you have a conflicted relationship with money. You're going to sabotage yourself financially. So looking at my relationship with money was one of the most important things I had to do. And this was the year where I really dug deep on that. And I want something popped up on my Facebook memories from nine years ago. And this is something really vulnerable that I want to share with you because we underestimate the amount that money impacts our relationships. All you've ever seen is how money or the pursuit of money in that colonized, greedy way impacts your relationships negatively. All you've ever seen is how it impacts your customer or client relationships negatively. If someone is just in, interested only in profit and only in the money, they may then sacrifice their relationship with the client, be shady about things. You've only ever seen it done that way. But I want to introduce you to a different dimension of that. There's a whole impact that having 
a poor relationship with money or negative relationship with money has on your relationships. Because I would say that, <clears throat> excuse me, greed actually comes from having a very poor relationship with money. And when you work on your relationship with money and you improve it for the right reasons in a way with integrity, greed goes away because greed comes from scarcity, it comes from hoarding. So I want to share something very personal with you. I had this image, excuse me, <clears throat> pop up on my Facebook feed. You know, the Facebook memories where you post things. Oh, let's see if I can get it to behave. So this is the, this is the picture that popped up for me. I want you to take a look at this picture, right? I hope you can see it clearly. This picture is from nine years ago, okay? This picture is from nine years ago, and you will see two little boys here. These are my little boys, mashallah. And this was a picture that I took nine years ago when I took them to watch a movie. And as you'll see here, notice the details in this picture. The older boy is Hamza. So this was him nine years ago. He's turning 14 soon, inshallah. So he was three going on four here. And the little one is my son, Yusuf, mashallah. And back then, so this is nine years ago, he's 11 now. So nine years ago, he would have been two years old, just about two and a half. Okay. And do you see the details of this picture? I want you to notice the details in this picture. This is really important. I have something very important and very vulnerable to share with you through this picture. When this picture popped up on my Facebook feed yesterday, nine years ago, yesterday, I posted this on my Facebook. And when it popped up yesterday, can you guess the emotion that I felt when I saw it? I felt such sadness. I felt sadness. When you look at this picture, you see two little boys smiling. You see them happy, big smiles, mashallah. The little one is looking up to his big brother, but I feel sadness when I see this. And I'm going to tell you why. I felt really sad because of the way my relationship with money back then was impacting my parenting, was impacting my relationship with these kids. So if you look at the details here, this was just before we had just purchased our tickets and was just before the movie was about to start and we had bought popcorn. And as you see, my older boy here, Hamza, he was three going on four. He was holding his popcorn. And Yusuf, the little one, is looking up at him. And you can see there's a whole lot of popcorn on the floor. And that's because I had bought Yusuf a box of popcorn too. And he insisted that he wanted to hold it. And as a two and a half year old will be, he, he was clumsy and he dropped it. You know, that these things happen. He dropped the popcorn. And this was not the only thing that went a bit funny that day. I mean, they're little kids. They were two and four, three going on four. So there was a lot that happened this day, but the popcorn was just one of it. Because let me tell you, I was so annoyed that he had dropped the popcorn. And I actually, that night when that picture popped up on my feed, I wrote a letter to my past self. I wrote it here, a letter to my past self about this incident because I wanted to process the sadness and the grief that I had about this. Because I remember the chain of events. I remember how I reacted, how I responded to them making their mistakes, to the dropping of the popcorn. And a lot of it had to do with money. Okay. So this is, the mess. this is the letter I wrote to myself, and it's super vulnerable. I wrote, Dear Zahida, from December 2014, when Yusuf drops all the popcorn you bought him, 
please don't go into scarcity. So much money is available to you. Allow yourself to receive it. Allow yourself to go bigger. Allow yourself to be okay with him making mistakes that cost you money because the money will come back. Money is a renewable resource. But this time with Yusuf and Hamza, this opportunity to shape their nervous system, to shape their ideas about money, this time won't return. Your relationship with and how you react to monetary issues is more valuable to your parenting than the cost of things. Be proud that your children get to experience things that you never did. You, Zahida, went for your first movie at the age of eight. You paid for it yourself. It's safe for you to easily make available to your children what was not available or easy for your parents. Allow your inner child to be healed by witnessing your children experiencing this joy. It's safe for you, Zahida, to watch them make mistakes. Dropping the popcorn is not wasting as you see it right now. It's a golden opportunity to show your, show your children how to treat themselves when they make mistakes, including mistakes that involve money. Money is a re renewable resource. There is always more available to you. Allow yourself to receive it. Now, I want to explain a little bit about this letter that I wrote, because I felt so deeply annoyed when he dropped the popcorn because I had paid money for it. And I felt like, oh, my God, like he's just dropped the popcorn. Now I'm going to have to buy more. And the movies were so expensive. And this was all that was going around in me because my relationship with money was based in scarcity, survival and hoarding. Not because I'm a stingy person, but because of the social conditioning that I've had the financial generational trauma that I and so many of you have experienced had made me so stressed and anxious around money. That popcorn that he dropped and me spending money on the popcorn and, my, and, and the movies, it wasn't going to break the bank. But at the same time, when you're clinging to every penny, because you are so afraid that your money will run out. You are so afraid that more money won't come to you. It's a horrible way to live. And it puts you in a survival state so that it ends up impacting your relationships. You end up having arguments over stupid purchases, over little mistakes. You end up having those arguments with your children, with your partner. The top two things, according to research, the top two things that couples argue about are sex and money. Money. Why? Because we hold so much emotion. Money itself is neutral. Money is easy, actually. When you drop the emotion around it, when you come out of your survival hoarding state. You see, at the time, this time when this picture was taken, Live Inspired had already opened up. I was already servicing clients. I already actually had a fully booked practice. My business had already grown into a fully booked practice because of word of mouth, because people were getting exceptional results. And yet I was still undercharging. And I knew I was undercharging. And so I was working myself to the bone, doing what I love. Don't get me wrong. I loved working with my clients. I loved seeing them get the results, mashallah. But I was working in unsustainable ways and I was massively undercharging, massively. 
And I knew I needed to raise my prices, but I was so scared. I was scared that all my clients would leave me and then I would be nothing. See that scarcity, that survival mindset. So I know what it's like. I know how you feel when you are afraid to send that invoice, to ask, you know, to, to raise your prices. I know how you feel when you, when you say, okay, my business is working really well. I'm already making a good amount of money. I'm serving people well. I'm loving what I do. And now it's time to take it to the next level. So I need to make an investment. I need to invest in a mentor. I need to grow. I need to expand. I need to come into Zyla's mastermind. Oh, but I can't. What if I lose it all? What if, what if through that work together, through that mastermind, or through that mentorship, I make changes and then all my clients leave me? And then I'm left worse than I was before. I get it because I've been through that. So as much as I knew I needed to change my business model, it wasn't just about charging more. I needed to change my entire business model so that I could serve people in higher and better ways. But it was so hard because I had the scarcity around money and I was people pleasing through my pricing. I was people pleasing through my pricing. I was afraid of what people would think of me if I changed my pricing, if I put in boundaries in my business. I was scared. I didn't want them to not like me. I want my clients to like me. And so my relationships bear the cost of that. Because I was working a lot. And my clients were all paying. But I was still in scarcity and hoarding. And that's the thing here is that no amount of money will take away that scarcity feeling around money. You think that if you get more money, if you make more money, you have more money, then that fear that you have around it running out will go away. It will not. I can guarantee you it will not. It's how you feel about money that will take that away. Shifting, healing your relationship. And as someone who has been working on that relationship with money my entire time that Live Inspired, because here's the thing that I want to tell you, building a sustainable, profitable business that is based on passion has to involve working on your money issues, working on your money mindset. Because if you don't, you are either going to go into people pleasing and fawning your pricing and attract all the wrong kinds of clients to you, or you're going to become greedy. And do those horrible things that people do to get more money. You do not have to choose one or the other. You do not have to choose integrity or money. You do not have to choose great relationships or money. Money impacts your relationships in that when you have an easier flow with money, when you have an easier, more neutral relationship with money, when it's not all about hoarding and scarcity, I guarantee you, your relationships will get so much better. Because when a problem needs to be fixed with money, you fix it. You can sit there and blame and argue and go, why didn't you do this? Now we have to spend the money. And oh my God, blah, blah, blah. if we do this and if we eat and if we buy that, phew, that's a lot of drama. I know because I've done it. I've been there. I'm openly telling you this. I have been there. I know what it's like. And I also know the experience of not having money be an issue. And it wasn't just about having more money. First, first, I had to become easy with money. I had to release my financial traumas. I had to work on it. I invested a lot of money, actually, in working with mentors who could help me shift past that colonization financial trauma, that generational trauma that lives within us. 
you and I both grew up with so many mixed messages around money. You know, have money, but don't have too much. But hoard the money, but don't be a hoarder. Be a good person, take care of your family, but don't pursue money. If you want money, you're greedy. But if you don't have enough, then you need it. I had all these mixed messages. And I had to undo that. And I couldn't just, I honestly, like I'm not arrogant enough to believe that I can do all of it on my own. I understood that if I wanted to move faster, if I wanted to collapse time and have that result of an easier relationship with money so that it could impact all my relationships better so that I was also more neutral with clients so that when I told clients my pricing, I wasn't like, whatever they're projecting on me, I take that in. No, I have it super clean, super smooth. You ask me what my pricing is, this. Boom. You like it, you don't like it. I don't personalize it. It's not about me. The way you feel about my pricing is about you. It's not about me because I am clean and clear. I have absolute certainty. I know that what I charge, the value of what you're getting is way more than what I'm charging. So I have clarity around that. But that getting to that clarity has involved working on my money mindset, money relationship. And that has done so much for my parenting and for my marriage because those arguments about money in your marriage are not actually about money. They are about the way you feel about money. We bring all this fear and worry and anxiety so that money becomes such a loaded topic when actually it can be really simple. There are things that you know you need to action in your business right now. It might be changing your business model. It might be raising your prices. It might be investing in working with me, working with a mentor. You know you need to do it. You already know what that next action is. I, the fact that you are here tells me that you have that self-awareness. You know what it is. But your feelings around money, your traumas around money, your generational traumas around money are making it complicated. It's not a complicated decision. More money does not solve your problems. Healing your relationship with money so that money becomes not such an angstful thing for you is what can help you heal your relationships even. Because then you, decisions get to be easy. You and your partner can even disagree about how to use money, but there's so much less entanglement around everything. Your relation, you know what happens also what's so powerful? is that your decisions stop being about money only. Not everything is about money. It's about, hmm, okay, let's put the money issue aside. Do I truly actually want this? Do I, do I actually desire this? Is this something that actually brings value into my life? You start to look at things in terms of value, the value it brings into your time, the value it brings into the quality of life, the value it brings into your health, the value it brings into your relationships. And this is why... I have been able to make big investments into my self-development. I mean, I only recently purchased a new car, alhamdulillah. But prior to that, I was driving around a really old car because I had a choice between a new car versus continuing to invest in healing my financial traumas and working on myself and working on my relationships and growing my business and investing in all the things that I need to for my future. And when I looked at the ROI of making those investments versus the ROI of getting a new car, it was a new brain, no brainer for me. I knew that I had to make those investments and that the car would come whenever. And when, oh, excuse me. 
<laughs> I'm getting excited here. And when the car came, I could then enjoy the car for what it was. This is really important. You think the next thing, people tend to think the next thing is the thing that's going to bring them peace and happiness. The next financial goal will bring you less stress. That holiday that you go for is going to take away your stress. Yes, holidays are great. Yes, cars are great. Yes, all of these things are great. But they're not going to take away that angst that you feel. Money impacts your relationships in more ways than you think. So this is what I invite you to do today. I've dropped some serious gems in today's Spiritual Millionaire series. It's up to you to pick them up. Here's what I'm leaving you with today. Write down what impact money is having on your relationships, negative or positive. If you had an easy breezy relationship about money, because remember an easy breezy relationship about money is not just about more money. In fact, you will find the easier your relationship becomes money, the more you start to allow it in. Because I guarantee you, when you have blocks around money, where there's all this angst and all these things, your conscious and your subconscious are constantly in conflict. Your energetic resonance is ambivalent. Imagine if there was a person in your life where whenever they, you would tell them, come visit me, come visit me, come see me, I miss you. And when they came, you'd be like, oh, you here. Oh, I don't know. I don't want you around, but don't go, but don't stay, but don't go, don't stay. If you have that kind of relationship with money, you are giving out mixed signals, which means you are not fully receiving everything that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is sending you. A beautiful byproduct of clearing your relationship with money, creating an easier relationship with it, is that you actually start to see opportunities that you couldn't see before. And you actually allow yourself to receive money in easier ways than before. And so it's not that the money will come and then you'll feel better. It's that you work on that, release those financial traumas, change your relationship with money, and then it comes easier. So write down which, how does money negatively, how does your feelings around money negatively impact your relationships right now? And how does a good relationship with money positively impact your relationship. I showed you this picture. Now, if my kids have to drop popcorn, how do you think I react? I go, oh, you know, you should have been more careful. But I'm not sitting there in angst and stressing. This may sound like a really petty thing. Maybe watching this like Zala, seriously? Did you get so wound up about the popcorn? Yes, I did. I did. Because it was not just about the popcorn. It was about the way that I felt about money being quote-unquote wasted. It was the way that it was spending money was so anxiety inducing for me. This, this picture brought up so much sadness in me because I wish I could have, could go back to the me nine years ago and give her a big hug and tell her this relationship with your kids, the way you are shaping their nervous system around mistakes and money, that's more valuable than any money in the world. I wish I could tell her that. I wish I could tell her what I'm telling you today. I wish someone had told me what I'm telling you today. I wish somebody had told her that. Now, I don't get to go back and change that. I can change it now. I can make those changes now. And alhamdulillah that I have made those changes because my relationship in my parenting is very different now. 
even in my marriage alhamdulillah those things that used to be an argument are not anymore and again that's not because the money has become available it's because first i had to change my attitude towards that come into my dms after watching this come into my dms live inspired zere tell me your best takeaway from today i read every single one of those dms for those of you who have been, some of you have been dming me throughout this and i love it and you know that i read and respond to every single one so make sure that you come into my dms tell me what your takeaway from today is have a beautiful day or evening wherever you are in the world sending you so much love and duas take care assalam alaikum